So since you guys are listening and can't see us, unless you're watching YouTube, shout out YouTube. Hey, yo. I'm going to just... I'm gonna, oh gonna just I'm sorry. I'm gonna describe what I'm wearing. Mm. Go for it. I'm wearing this super cute hoodie. Very fashionable. That's black and fashionable. So comfortable. Sleek. It says anonymous going down the side. She and hashtag unsolicited advice. Like what's that? So cute. Trendy what are you wearing? AF. I am wearing a, a heathered light gray. Oh, okay. Long sleeve. Okay. And uh it has some super cool, super cool words on the side. Um I'll just I'll just, you know, spell it out for you. <laughs> Oh, you're going to spell it. Spell it. Oh, okay. It says U-N-S-O-L-I-C-I-T-E-D. Did you spell it right? Yeah, I'm staring at it. I had a double check. A. A. D. D. Can I get an I? I. Can I get a C? Can I get an E? E. What's that spell, everyone? Unsolicited advice. Roll the intro, Mark. Welcome to today's episode, everyone. I'm Taryn. I'm Ashley. Dude, honestly, I don't know if I've ever done that. That felt so foreign. You, yeah, I don't think you I feel do. Like you always do it. Yeah, you're always like the like. Let's get into a Taryn while I'm like on a tangent. Taryn will just be talking. She would talk about nothing but her embarrassing <laughs> stories if I didn't keep her on track. What? If yeah, it's true. False. It's true. False. It's true, <laughs> guys. This is, this is, uh, we have merch. Oh. We, uh, we oh yeah. have merch. <laughs> we have merch. And we are very excited about it. I, I unfortunately have to inform you, this is a small batch. We have a small batch here. This I is our like first time with merch. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing. So we thought we would just kind of dip our toe in the water yes. and see how it goes. So I just want to say, I feel like there, I don't want to, okay, knock on wood, because <laughs> we could never sell out. <laughs> We could have 10 people buy it and just true. the sweatshirt sit in the factory. You mean like our Comic-Con experience? Oh, God. <laughs> Everyone, let's have a moment of silence <sighs> for our pride. One Mississippi. <laughs> oh. One, two. Well, is it, that's long counting. enough. That's long enough. That's long enough. Um, no, but I have a really good feeling just because of the response we've gotten and because I feel like we just designed such simple pieces. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's like our face on it, which I'm sure you guys would love to. But um, yeah, so if you don't get something, I we're so sorry. But also, this is just an exciting first step. And mm-hmm. if it sells out really fast. All of you who get it are going to like get our first ever merch, which is so fun. But anyone who doesn't, like if we get a good response, that just tells me an ash that people want it. And then we'll actually like freaking get in, Guys, go in. If I know you, like I think I know you. We know you. This is the first of many merch yeah. drops and there's no need to worry or panic. <laughs> um, yeah. But we are very excited about this. Today's episode is coming out on November 23rd, 2020. Our merch drops on November 25th, 2020. Ooh, so you guys coming. are hearing this. You have two days. Yes. If you're hearing this on Monday, the day it comes out, the 23rd, you have two days to prepare yourselves, to set, set your alarms, timer, three o'clock, mark your calendars, PST. write it in your agendas, put post-its, all over your walls reminding you to log on to the website on the 25th and get your merch it's again very small quantities but yeah i have full faith in our ua fam that we will sell out and that this will be oh the start of many merch drops uh we're very excited about it and so we just wanted to shout it out one more time if you don't follow us on our instagram we have everything you could possibly need on our Instagram. So follow us there. It's at unsolicited advice mm-hmm. pod. And um, yeah, there's swipe ups, there's links, there's, there's fun photos. If you want to see us wearing photos, we took a, a yeah. very cute photo shoot for Such you guys. A cute one. And it turned out what really well. What is with you and this? Back off. Oh, no, I was just was asking. Back off. I, My quad it. shot's kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, cool. buy our merch. Buy our merch. Um, if you are just joining us on this podcast and you're like, why should I buy your merch? I don't even know if I like you yet. Well, you should, because this is a podcast where we basically dive into life scenarios from real life people who are our listeners and write in. Um, and then me and Ash give our very, you know, We'll let you decide if it's qualified or unqualified advice. Faux free. <laughs> Faux free 99. Faux free 99. We won't charge you a thing. But oh, we will ask you to buy our merch. <laughs> yeah, just buy our merch. That's all we ask for. Um, so do you want to start with 
Tearing it up because I know you yes. grabbed one. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what tearing it up segment is, tearing it up is the segment that we have in every episode where we just have a good laugh at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, you guys. We have had With some you. serious, you know, stories in the past and they all deserved a little bit of a joke to yeah. kind of lighten the mood. And uh, Taryn has, Taryn, that Taryn right here, yes. um, has experienced a lot of embarrassing moments in her life. Um, she shared a bunch at the top of this podcast and then you guys started sharing them. And then it just became a thing where we, we all take a moment to laugh at the embarrassing moments that you guys live and go through. Yep. And we all don't feel so alone. Yeah. Specifically Taryn. Specifically me. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and get into today's tearing it up. Today's Turn It Up is titled Accidentally Flashing Strangers. Oh, love it. Done it. That sounds like <laughs> a great Turn It Up. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. Hello. Hello. I wanted to say first that discovering your podcast has been the silver lining of quarantine. Ah, it's honored. been such a delight to binge all of your old episodes while I walk my dog every single day. Yes. And can we just say that walks, daily walks, have been a thing? Yeah. Since quarantine, I hope that never goes away. I, I've been living for my walks. They're great. Well, I think like we forget, like we're not going outside as much as we used Mm-mm. to. Mm-mm. And I think like physically we need, you know, air, sunshine. It's like we know we need to be outdoors and we need fresh air. Our parents have told us that since we were born. But the second we stopped, we realized yeah. how much we need fresh air outdoors I know because I'll step outside and I just take this giant breath and I'm like oh yeah I'm like oh wow I needed that I have a friend that in the middle of like our hard lockdown was like you should go outside barefoot and put your feet in the grass and I was like "Ooh, she was grounding she she was talking about grounding and she was like you need to put your feet in the grass 10 minutes just just stand in the grass walk around I was like okay wow life-changing love that let's get back yeah (laughs) sorry um she continues my name is Courtney and you can use my name I was born on Friday the 13th. Ooh, spooky. So I have always had some pretty bad luck, and the story that I'm about to share displays that perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) About a year ago, I was getting ready for a Friendsgiving party. My, she puts in parentheses, now ex-boyfriend, was picking me up so that we could have, um, I'm so sorry, not have. My, she puts in parentheses, now ex-boyfriend was picking me up so that we could make the drive from New Jersey to Philly together to my friend's house. Because I'm such a klutz, I always wear a robe while I'm getting ready until the last possible second so I don't spill any makeup or food on my clothes. I pretty much do the same thing. I don't. I've I've had some encounters. To be honest, I haven't seen you walking around in robes I Taryn and I like if you robes. guys don't know Taryn and I are roommates I live in my robe I like I'm always in my robe. I like things that are like baggy and comfy but I don't have a chance of a boob falling out and a robe to me is like you move around for a while and pretty soon it's like completely open in the front and I just I don't vibe with it interesting I love my robe I want a new one <laughs> it's on my Christmas list really send links girl <laughs> Um, she continues. I was happily watching some YouTube videos while eating lunch in my robe when I heard an unexpected knock at the door. I look at the time and see that it's 30 minutes before my ex-boyfriend said he would be picking me up. I put down my sandwich and fling open the door while screaming. She puts in quotes. Wow. Asshole, you're actually early for once. <laughs> That sounds like you. (laughs) You. (laughs) To my surprise, it is not my ex-boyfriend at the door. There are three random individuals looking confused and slightly disturbed at my door. It was my landlord and a couple that were looking to rent a unit in my building. They had accidentally mixed up the number of the unit they were supposed to be viewing. I'm number 51 and they meant to be looking at number 15. I couldn't tell why they looked so horrified at first until I realized what happened. The robe caught on the door when I flung it open quickly and it started to undo in the short amount of time that I was standing there. I instantly wanted to die in that moment, realizing I am now partially naked in front of three complete strangers who I just called assholes. (laughs) She puts insert that TikTok, that TikTok sound that goes, oh Oh, no, no. oh no, oh no, 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 no. no. (laughs) They quickly apologized and tried to run away as fast as humanly possible two very important lessons learned one 
always check the peephole before answering the door, even if you're confident who might be on the other side. <laughs> and two, never answer the door in your robe ever, ever, ever. Much love. <laughs> and I hope y'all are staying safe. XOXO, Courtney. Dude, I accidentally called that one. I mean, right before. I, I know. Courtney, thank you so much for sharing your story. I, uh, I got a good laugh out of it. That's great. I'm sure everyone else did too. That's honestly, that's so horrifying. So there's like, yeah, there's only a few times I've accidentally like flashed someone or exposed myself. And yeah, it's not like a great feeling. I have never. Yeah. Not once. Yeah. Well, yeah, you knock on that wood, girl. <laughs> Watch today. <laughs> I was going to say, well, I don't, I don't answer the door in my robe ever. Well, yeah, but I ever like, have. I mean, the only I people haven't seen me in my robe are my sister and my roommate. So. Yeah. I haven't, um, had a robe experience but i've definitely like other experiences you know Got it. but good times man today's episode is brought to you by angie angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well let me tell you there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you you watch them do it the right way and you go thank god i didn't try to do that myself <laughs> I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's freaking dive in. Um, I'll go first, I guess, unless you want to. Take it away. All right, so my story today is titled An Instagram Post That Led to an Existential Crisis. <laughs> Relatable. Mm-hmm. Dear Ashley and Taryn, I want to start off by saying I wish to remain anonymous <laughs> Since I know you guys appreciate this being said in the first few lines. We do. <laughs> and that is purely because we're just straight dumb. No, it's pu- purely because we're lazy. We're not dumb. Oh, well, I'm dumb. We should, be, we should be working harder usually for you. Usually, I read the stories like right before we record because I am lazy and wait till the last minute. So it's like I should have remembered what I read like five minutes ago. But, you mm-hmm. know, it's fine. Moving past. I also want to say that I love this podcast and its concept. I think you guys are impacting lives more than you know. Also, before my story, I'll say that I am a five on the Enneagram. I was listening to your podcast and another person who sent in a story did this and it inspired me to take the Enneagram. Oh, yes. Ash, our Enneagram podcast expert. Can you give us a little, just a little little bite-sized tidbit of what five is? Okay, um, I, I'm going to go ahead and say I don't know that many fives. I know of, I think, two off the top of my head. Um, and fives are amazing. First of all, if you don't know what the Enneagram is, the Enneagram is a personality tool, I guess we could say. Taryn and I have, Taryn and I 
as well as most of my like super inner close friend circle have found so much like helpfulness yeah in relationships when it comes to the Enneagram not only do you learn so much about yourself um, but you learn about others and how you work best with others and how to communicate with specific people um fives for example our are very trustworthy they're really into um studying and research and and learning everything they possibly can before doing something so that's what I mean when I say trustworthy they, they never like jump into anything they're not rash thinkers they don't do something they're not like um very energetic sevens that would just like jump on a train in the middle of nowhere they're like no yeah. I'm going to figure out exactly which train I need to know exactly where I'm going I'm going to plan out the entire yeah. trip and I'm going to check that trip off, slowly go down the list yeah. so that I get everything done. Um, they never like, uh, whatever they do, whether it be their job or their hobby, they know everything about it. They're the person you go to for questions. If you don't understand something, they 100% do. Um, if they, you know, if you had a illness and you don't know mm-hmm. exactly what it is, they're the ones you run to because they're going to hop on their computer and find out and everything find out they everything, possibly yeah. can about it. <laughs> um, so fives are super, super, super smart. Um, they're the most intellectual in the circle um, and they just thrive on research. However, this does like block them from a lot of, I think, fun and friendships because they tend to like want to overthink and study everything. Yeah. So that's something that they struggle with. Yeah, I could totally see that because a lot of us got into, well, I actually, I'm not going to say what I was going to say because I feel like we'll talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So my story, which isn't really a story, begins with me scrolling on Instagram. I saw a post on an account. I don't know if I should say these accounts, so I'm just going to skip it. But I saw a post on an account, which was a screenshot of a tweet from another account. Okay. It said... In college, I have discovered that I actually have a passion for nothing. My dream job is no job and a mansion by the sea with lots of windows. Mm. <laughs> Which I was like, yeah, <laughs> me. Mm-hmm. It's my dream job. Um, while I am not in college because I'm a junior in high school and I don't really care about the mansion, I'd be perfectly happy with just a house. This post describes me perfectly. I sent it to my friend thinking, oh, how relatable, only for her to answer, yeah, I totally see that for you, but I would absolutely hate that. I wasn't shocked because I know my friend and know she would indeed hate that life, but it's safe to say that thinking about this post sent me down a spiral of realizations and anxiety. I go to a relatively small private school and feel like everyone around me is so much more capable than I am. They all seem to have passions and so much ambition while I'm the complete opposite. I was never the kid who grew up having a dream college or a dream job. The future seemed daunting, so I prefer not to think about it because ignorance is bliss. Now I'm a junior in high school having a quarter life crisis before (laughs) the quarter of my life, hopefully. I have no passion for anything and absolutely no ambition, but it's not like it's because of COVID and quarantine. In reality, I've never really been ambitious or passionate about anything. The weird thing though, is that I have always done really well in school, but not because I was passionate about what I was learning, just because that's my only job as a child to do well in school. Now I'm at a point where school seems even more pointless because my classes are getting so much harder and I have no ambition or passion to work harder. I'm about to fail physics and chemistry, but that's a whole other problem. (laughs) All I want for my future is to live by a beach with hopefully a man that I love and travel the world, see everything that is to be seen, watch sunsets and sunrises, and be able to sleep in when I want to. I know that this is unrealistic and stupid and a privileged life, Many people, probably including myself, will never get to live, but honestly, it's all I want. I've come to the conclusion that I'm just lazy. I was talking this over with my family, and every job or career idea they said seemed to be so much work, and because I'm not passionate about anything, I didn't seem like work I'm willing to do. So... There's the end of my story. That's not really a story. I don't even know what advice I want at this point. Anything will help. I know you guys will come up with something. <laughs> That's literally, that should be in our description. We'll come I don't up know with what you guys are going to say, but you're going to come up with something. 
Even if this doesn't get read, it was great to get it all concrete and on hashtag, hashtag in quotes, paper, and actually send it to someone. Thank you for reading and for your podcast. Love you guys. Love Anonymous. Anonymous. This is like the most relatable. I <laughs> know. I feel like I am you. I feel like there's yeah. so much to discuss here. I love talking about this kind of stuff. Oh my God. So many thoughts. Um, also, I'm, I'm just, I genuinely think we're the same person. I, I was telling Ash before I was telling Ash before we started actually that sometimes like when I'm reading stories, I'll be like, Ash is going to love this story mm -hmm. and I'll pick it like specifically for that reason. Oh but my gosh. This was when I was like, Ash is, Ash is going to go off. She's going to have stuff to say. So do I get to go first? Oh my God, please. Oh, so many thoughts. <laughs> first of all, I am you. You are me. <laughs> <laughs> we are one. <laughs> and first of all, that should just make you feel better that you're not alone. Yeah, honestly. Um, I'm just going to really quickly recap. I never knew what the hell I was doing. I didn't have a college that I had a plan on going to. I also went to a small private high school where everyone knew everyone. And it was very clear and obvious who was like a good student and who wasn't. I was a full on solid C student. <laughs> I could not get, C's get degrees. better grades. I tried so hard. I struggled very much in like math and science and, um, all that kind of stuff. Loved history, loved literature, but that doesn't get you too far <laughs> if you can't do the rest. So school came very hard to me. Um, I ended up going to a, um, J uh, J a junior college, for a year, dropping out, working for two years, going back to my junior college, finishing that, and then transferring to a four-year to finish my last two years. It took me way too long to figure out Same. what I wanted to do. And even then, I took the broadest degree I could possibly find. Like, I took communications. And there is so much to be learned from communications, like life skills and, like, how to negotiate and communicate with people. However... The reason I took it was because I didn't know what I wanted to do and I was halfway through my degree. So it just felt pointless and not getting it. What I do want to say is that I think passions come and go. And I think that they're fluid. I don't think that you have, I think some people are blessed to be, to be like, I'm going to be a doctor and to know that as yeah, a child. I always have been jealous of those people that's that something, like from day one knew. Yeah. That's yeah. something I never had. I knew I wanted to play drums. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not watching YouTube, my face is the like meme girl <laughs> with her hand out. Um, I knew I wanted to do music, but that doesn't <laughs> like the odds of you going somewhere in music is so thin. Um, so that wasn't something to actually rely on. What's hilarious is what I'm doing now was never part of the plan. If you asked me when I was growing up, I would say that my passion was I was going to be a traveling musician. I was going to be in a dope mm -hmm. band and that's all I wanted to do. Um, I'm not doing that. Yeah. At all right now. It doesn't mean it's not my passion, but that's not, that wasn't in the cards for me. I think things that you're passionate about in life come and go with age. And I think that some people are lucky to always know what that is. And some people are kind of like ride by the edge of your seats and see what happens kind of people. And I think that's totally okay to be that kind of person. I think I'm that person. I know multiple people that are that, those people. Um, usually, I know a lot of those people and I feel like a lot of them ended up doing something that wasn't traditional. Yeah. And they didn't realize that that's the route they were going to go. They're more yeah. freelance people or they're, they're more artsy. Like they do photography or something freelance on the side that wasn't an option yeah. <laughs> growing up in school as a career, you know? Um, so I would just be more gentle with yourself mm -hmm. and, and st be in this fun stage where you get to try out everything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, completely scratch off school. I think school is amazing. And I think it helps you find those things. Um, and it's just a solid plan B to have in your back pocket in case something else does come up that requires an education. Um, but I do think this is such an exciting time for you where you get to try out absolutely everything and see what fits and what sticks with you. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I would just say, first of all, comparison, we do not like comparison. We do not support comparison. It is the death of <laughs> dreams <laughs> because like, that's the key thing here, right? Like you're, you seem to be like your own person surrounded by people who are different than you, people mm -hmm. who know what they want, 
who are passionate about things, who are pursuing different things in school and you're left being like, well, that must mean I'm lazy or I'm whatever. Mm -hmm. So that is the first thing I would say to really reflect on. I still struggle with this and especially with quarantine, like now I'm like, I'm laying in my bed and it's nine o'clock and I'm like, oh, well, I hear Ashley up making coffee and doing her devotions. And so instantly I feel bad about myself because I'm like, well, why can't I get up in the morning and do this? Like I'm, mm. I must be lazy. I must be whatever. And then, you know, and it goes throughout the day. So it really is like whatever you're surrounded by, it's your natural, like, inkling to compare yourself to another person Mm -hmm. so it's something that you have to constantly be reflecting reflecting on and being like okay well what do I want to do in this scenario and what I want to do isn't always going to be the same thing Mm -hmm. you can use comparison like if if I have a personal goal that I've already set to get up earlier in the morning and I hear her get up early I can use that to spur me to be like get, get out of bed. Like you're awake. You're laying here scrolling through Instagram, like get out of bed. Mm -hmm. But the key is to not compare in a way that's self-deprecating. I would also say, I think that like, I don't know, we've talked about this before. I feel like the traditional way of like, you go to school and then when you are entering in college, you're picking a school based off of you know, what career path you're doing and all that stuff. Like it it seems like all the answers traditionally you have before you enter into like college and stuff like that. But I don't think it has to be that. And I think, um, I changed my major a few times. I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah. I knew so many people who did that. Yeah. And like what I would suggest, what I kind of did is I started really utilizing my elective units. I don't even know if they're still called that. I feel like I graduated a while ago, but like, you know, your extra units you get, I use that for two purposes. One, either to do a class that I was passionate about and I would enjoy. So like one year I did like history of rock and roll and that made my school year so much better because I Mm. loved that class. Yeah. Or I would just mess around and be like, "Mm, this class sounds interesting. And then usually like a few weeks into it, I'd be like, yeah, no, this is like not for me. (laughs) Or like, I remember when I took took my first psychology class, I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like, I love this, you know? Next point. So, so one, like Ash said, be gentle with yourself. Everybody's path is not your path. Your path Mm -hmm. is your own. And this applies to like literally every person, no matter what you're going through. Like, You've got to sit and reflect on you. If if it was the perfect world, perfect scenario, what are things you would be like pursuing? Um, next thing is, and I feel like we've addressed this before, sometimes passions lie outside of what your career and life predicaments are. Mm-hmm. So for instance, if you legit want to just be traveling the world and, you know, taking pictures going from like place to place, Mm -hmm. sit and think, okay, well, logistically, is there any career path that would correlate with this? Mm -hmm. If so, how do I pursue that? If not, honestly, what you need to do that is money and a job that has flexibility. So then look for that. And then your passion and motivation for doing well in school and work becomes I'm doing well in this so that I can create means to do what I'm passionate about. And you know what's amazing? People do that in so many different ways. Oh, so many different ways. Like my sister, for example, is one of the hardest workers I know. Yeah. And has been able to travel the world because she's worked so hard. It's got, it's given her the ability to do so. Then I know my brother has told me about these two girls that he met that he, my brother lives in Alaska and he met these two girls that work at a coffee shop. They're, I believe they're sisters and all they want to do is travel. Very similar to you, Anonymous. Um, they work at a coffee shop and they work every day. They don't take breaks. They work 24 seven, save their money. And then every like six months go somewhere. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. And they're happy. Yeah. And I think what's, what's crazy is people think that you have to be not like there's anything wrong with my sister's plan, but like, I think people think that they have to be like 
this very successful person in order to take trips. And it's like, no, if you want to do that, do that. If you're happy working at a nine to five McDonald's and working there every single day, flipping burgers because it takes you somewhere, then do that. Yeah. No, you have to, you have to have pride in what you do. And that's the thing. And that's what we're trying to like talk about to reverse. There is no one is better than anyone. Mm -mm. Like that's a bunch of crap. Yeah. I don't care what I look like, what my body is shaped like, what my career choice is, what talents I have. Nothing about me makes me a better person than anyone who's listening to this podcast and Mm -hmm. vice versa. Like we're all just freaking people and we all have unique things that make us who we are. So that's why like when we get trapped in this whole thing of comparing and honestly it's society's fault because we elevate people as you should want to be like this person you should Mm. want when it's like physically impossible to become like another person yeah I mean unless you have money to do plastic surgery and stuff but even then (laughs) like it's not the same right so um, so yeah, I think you just need to settle on like what it is you're working towards and find little ways. Me and Ash, like we just took a random trip to like a mountain near us and it was like a three hour drive and it was just a couple days, but I felt so like rejuvenated after that because I was in a place I didn't know. I was mm-hmm. taking intentional time to like travel and be in nature, which is where I feel my happiest. So I didn't have to like schedule this trip to Greece Mm -hmm. that costs a bunch of money. Yeah. That's something I could really work for and save money for. But even just taking time to just explore your areas around you is ways to like kind of feed whatever it is that makes you happy. So I think anonymous, our biggest advice is you got to sit and look for like what it is that makes you happy and then work backwards from that, you Mm -hmm. know? And if you're a five, it sounds like, honestly, I would do some research on that because it sounds like your personality is to research and investigate, but you're, you're having a hard time making the connection of doing that. So anyways, yes, I would definitely just like sit with yourself, find some people maybe to like brainstorm with. But number one thing is you got to remove the negative feelings that are coming with like, what's wrong with me? I don't have this figured out. Like, girl none of us did. And we're doing great. I still, every time people are like, Oh, like, are you in your dream career? I'm like, no, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. But like, I love that. Like, I love the fact that my life has been filled with so many different like twists and turns of what I'm doing, because that is what I need. It keeps me like interested, you know? Yeah. So also like the guy who invented Instagram sold it and you know what he's doing now? What? Trying to figure it out. (laughs) What he wants to do next. No, I know. I love that. He literally like is one of the most successful people on the planet, sold his entire project. Yeah. And now is starting from the ground up again. Or like Viola Davis, who's like one of the biggest actresses right now, like Mm -hmm. didn't start acting till she was how old? 50. Like girl, don't stress. Like you're in high school. Your job is to get through it. And just survive mean girls and like to clarify, she didn't start acting. Her career didn't take off until she was 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, like just, just figure out what makes you happy and then just like sit with someone and just be like, Hey, like what are some ideas you have? And if don't be discouraged that like your family's giving you things and you're like, ah, oh, that sounds like too much work. Like you're not going to know it's it until it's it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well said. Anyways, you got this anonymous. Thank you for writing in. I'm sure a lot of people listening are going through the same question of what am I doing with my life? Honestly, everyone this year. This morning, I had I had a couple moments, <laughs> so. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn. And Ashley. From Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Um, we're going to go ahead and get into my story. Yeah, do it. Let's get into it. This one is titled, My Ex... Star- Don't look at the title. I'm... 
I've caught Taryn doing this multiple times. I literally had a flashback to like, there was one time, I think it was like two weeks ago. I've, I have, I have a hard time. (laughs) Things bother me. And there was one time we were sitting here and I was talking to her and she was just staring at my computer. And I remember being so upset because she was clearly reading it. And I was like, why didn't you say anything, Ash? And we're just going to jump right in. Cause I mean, I don't wow. really know what else to, you know, we're just going to, we need more. I'm sorry for reading your computer. I'm sorry. I bothered I'm you mad. the other day. I told you though. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate you're that. You're welcome. Hey, lovely ladies. My name is Bethany. Please use my name. My girl. <laughs> hey, Bethany. What up girl? Um, and I am a new listener of the podcast. I found it during quarantine and have quickly become obsessed. Unfortunately, I'm almost caught up, so I will have to wait a whole week to hear your lovely voices again. Or I might just have to start from the beginning. (laughs) Keep up the great work. Highly recommend starting from the beginning, but that might be biased. Yeah. My story is a crazy one, and I am hoping the title was enough to reel you in. Believe it or not, this is the shortened version and I can't seem to get it any shorter. I don't mind if you use my name, but for the sake of everyone else involved, I've changed their names and you will soon see why. When I was 15, I fell for my best friend. I get it. I, I met it. I met Alex at an arts camp. He had blonde curly hair and a charming smile that could light up any room. He was cute and funny and his positive attitude was contagious. He had a way of making you feel like you were the only person in the room that mattered. Mm. That's a <laughs> gift. I mean, that is a gift. Sounds nice. I was instantly smitten and we were fast friends. When the camp was over, we exchanged numbers and stayed very close. We lived in different states, but we talked all day, every day. This went on for a year until we finally started to date long distance. Our story is a good one, but that is for another time. Alex was my first love. To help you picture us better, I've attached a photo of us over the years. Yes. Look at how cute cute. they are. They're cute. Oh, cute. Also, what is it with camps? I... Right? Every camp I went to, I walked away with a true love, a true love. He might not have known that we were, you know, what's the best deep in love when you like exchange numbers and then you see each other outside of camp and you're like, what? The illusion is broken. You're just like, ah, it was church camps for me were the worst. Cause I would just be like, oh, he's perfect. And then I'd see him again. I'd just be like, I think it's our need. Like I, every job I've had, I've had a crush at work. Even, even if they're like not that cute, it's like the need to, mm. for me, like the need to like, it's having that have someone that makes you excited to go yeah. somewhere, you know, as we got older, it got harder to maintain a long distance relationship. So we decided to break up, but still remain friends. We dated other people, but we stayed close and supported each other in good times and in bad. The years went by and we were both looking at colleges. He told me he was choosing a school simply because of where his girlfriend was going. Being a good friend, I told him he should, choose, <laughs> he should choose a school based on what he wanted to study, not because of who he was dating. Good girl. Great advice. I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience. She really is. It's a bad choice. <laughs> he had dreams of becoming a film director, but the school his girlfriend was going to didn't even have a film department. Oh, Ironically, no. the school I had committed to was one of the best schools in the country for this area of study. So I ultimately convinced him to go to my school. <laughs> I promise it was because I wanted what was best for him, not yeah. because I wanted to win him back. Yeah. <laughs> Our freshman year, Alex was still dating his old girlfriend and started to tell me in great detail all the ways she was manipulating and hurting him. He had stopped going to classes and barely went to meals because he was in so much pain from what she was saying to him. Still wanting what was best for him, I finally convinced him that they should no longer be together. When they broke up, he was a completely new person. He was fun and happy again. He got really involved in school events, made a bunch of friends, and was the Alex that I had fallen for all those years ago. We eventually started to fall for each other again, and I was convinced that I was going to marry him. Our story would be such a good one. High school sweethearts who found their way back to each other. Before we started dating, we knew we both had some personal things to work through. We were both dealing with the mental aftermath of difficult relationships. So we decided to wait a year before we made it official. He told me, you're worth waiting for. She puts in quotes. And you're the woman I'm going to marry. Also in quotes. So waiting a year was nothing in comparison to the bright future that we had in front of us. Ugh. I already hate, I know, I just feel, I feel it coming. Mm-hmm. 
Less than a month later, while we were still going on dates, I heard word that he had started officially dating someone else named Joy. Freaking Joy. Joy. I was crushed. He had said I was worth waiting for, but he couldn't even wait a month. In his defense, people use the famous line, we were on a break. (laughs) (laughs) It is funny now, but it was not funny then. We had a long discussion and I said, one of the best things I could ever think of, if you ever wanted to be in a healthy relationship, committed relationship that ends in a healthy and committed marriage, you need to change. I am not saying change for me. That ship has sailed. Change for joy. Change for the girl who you are interested in now. He audibly gasped, but I kid you not, a month later, he got bored of joy and was on to the next girl without a second thought. I was understandably distraught, but his behavior was the perfect thing to show that this man was not who I thought he was. Yep. He started collecting women, a new one every month, but they would stick around once the fling died. This is where the story takes a turn. He had formed a friend group made of women that he had flirted with and a few men here and there. I saw him on occasion, but we were not on good terms. And then the rumor started. He started holding, quote, meetings in his apartment. The meetings would get bigger and bigger until they had to move to the basement of the student center. A basement? We, y'all know, if you listen to our Nothing October series. Nothing good happens in a basement. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. One night I was sitting in my dorm room with my roommate when one of our friends burst through the door and started frantically telling me, what she had witnessed in the student center. Oh my gosh. You guys are not ready for this. I'm so excited. She had been innocently doing her homework in the student center when she heard a bit of commotion on the other side of the room. She looked up from her work to find Alex crawling on the floor with his women surrounding him and chanting. Shut up. Suddenly he stopped moving, stood up and began asking these women what had happened. My friend was disturbed, so she immediately came to me <laughs> tell me what she had seen. I was shocked, but my roommate was not. My roommate called her friend Natalie into the room to give us more information because this was not the first time that someone had witnessed Alex's strange behavior. The, <laughs> the day before, Alex had invited Natalie to go get coffee at the campus coffee shop. She agreed, and at that scheduled time, she showed up, on, she showed up to the spot. After waiting a few minutes, Alex called Natalie and told her that instead they would meet in the basement of the student center. Thinking nothing of it, she grabbed her coffee and made her way to the student center. When she arrived, the room was completely dark. Alex did not have coffee and he was not alone. Alex had a right-hand woman named Leah. (laughs) Alex and Leah proceeded to invite Natalie to join them in their nightly meetings. Natalie felt very uneasy, so she told them that she was too busy and quickly left the room. We soon learned that Alex had been claiming to have been possessed by angels. They were. <laughs> I'm Wait, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I know. What? I know. There were many angels and each one of them had a name and a different personality. Whenever he was quote possessed, he blacked out and could not remember a thing. So his followers had to stick around and fill in the blanks. His right hand woman was known as his translator as some of the angels that he had possessed spoke in many different tongues. His other followers were around to pray and chant until he would awake from his possession. I can't breathe. What is anyone listening thought that they they had a crazy ex. This is tops. Everything. This should make you feel so much better, this guy. I wish I could watch her face hearing someone (laughs) talk about this. Someone that you grew up with (laughs) and like loved and cherished. Um, Now this story is starting to sound quite dark and scary, but but it is the names and descriptions of these angels that make the story funny and make it so incredibly clear that none of this was real. It has been a few years or so. I can't remember them all, but here are the most notable ones. Feel free to laugh along with me. Firstly, there was a Russian grandmother. She spoke English. What? (laughs) But she was blind. So when Alex was possessed by her, he couldn't see. He needed his followers to guide him. What is happening? Next was Jeremy. Jeremy was mute. So whenever he was possessed by Jeremy, Alex would write encouraging things in Sharpie on his followers' arms (gasps) or in his famous lime green notebook that he carried with him at all times. This is not real. Finally, wait for it. 
there was a lion. Wait, he was possessed by a lion? <laughs> that's like what my animal? friend. That's what my friend had witnessed what? when she saw him oh, crawling yeah. around <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> what? What is happening? <laughs> Once we had heard all of this information about Alex's behavior, we made a few phone calls to our parents, his family, and the college's leaders. <laughs> we were out of our depth and needed to bring in people who could speak truth into the chaos that Alex was causing. What? After a heck? few weeks, the stories of Alex and his followers died down and he stopped holding meetings and crawling around on the ground. What it was later heck? confirmed that Alex was just looking for attention and was somehow able to convince all of these intelligent adult women that he was saying that what he was saying was true. It must have been that curly blonde hair and that charming smile. I am 24 oh years gosh. old now and far removed from Alex and the people that followed him. He no longer is leading any kind of group of people or carrying a, long, a lime green notebook. I am still close friends with Alex's sister and his father is still convinced that one day I will marry Alex, but I can tell you with great confidence that <laughs> ship has sailed. That's a hard, hard no. After you hard see pass. a freaking grown man crawling and saying he's a lion, yeah. like you can't recover from or that. Or an old Russian grandmother who speaks English. <laughs> I can't. I love the convenience of who speaks Dude, English. What the frick? I'm dead. That um, is the best story I think that I've ever heard. Bethany, first of all, I just want to say you dodged a bullet, girl. Yeah. You you dodged it, and I'm so happy that you didn't end I up with I will never complain about my ex. I know. Taryn has always been, like, slightly embarrassed and joked about her ex. This tops everything. This tops everything. 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 This is incredible. Um, but, yeah, there is something to be said about those charming people that can get away with everything. I knew so many in high school that would like talk their way out of a grade or like, you know, get their, get somehow be able to do this and this at the same time and like leave class early. And I just remember being like, the teachers wouldn't do that for anyone else. You're literally what, charming their socks off. What level of skill is that to make people, first of all, can you get possessed by angels? <laughs> I've never heard of is that. Is that a thing? <laughs> And why would an angel be a lion or a Russian grandma? I, know. I was like, that's, uh, that's, he's taking like evil spirit possession, but making it, but positive. making it positive is so what he's trying scary. to do. So he, yeah. <laughs> but, but what's like, crazy is like, these are college people. These aren't writing and Sharpie on people's bodies. Like how do you walk around with like the writings of a, whatever he was, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy was a <laughs> mute and had to Jeremy. <laughs> Like, what is that? I have no idea. But I mean, um, honestly, like, I, like mental illness is like nothing to joke about. And there is there is people who struggle with like multi personality disorder. Percent, a thousand percent. Which like it's insane because it can be that there's like studies of people who have been like allergic to stuff with certain personalities or like had a scent sense 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 that was missing so it's it's interesting because at first i was like oh my gosh like should we be concerned about him but the fact that he just flipped it off yeah. so fast like, which i love how she, she was like now here we go now it's good you, it sounds scary but it's funny like this is insane that's nuts um i first of all just freaking bethany thank you so much for taking yeah. the time to write this story and share it with us because so good wow i got a good laugh all of our listeners are feeling great about their exes and their choices. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, so we appreciate I'm you dead. for that. Um, also, you know, best best of luck to Alex. I really I hope, hope that he figures it out. And I hope he's thriving. Stops, stops trying to write on strangers. I've never heard of someone <laughs> becoming an animal. That is that's next level. He was possessed by a lion. Like, it reminds me of, like, the weird kids in elementary school that used to be, like, I'm a horse. Or, you know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> I'm a horse. in college. But that's what's different. You're in college. And having followers surround you to translate what happened. I cannot. I love how he had a right-hand woman named Leah <laughs> who could translate oh, so man. conveniently. Man, girls, if you got a crush on someone, like, <laughs> don't let it get to that point where you just. Yeah, the second you all of a sudden become able to translate 
yeah, that's, these things. It's a sign. It's, it's that's a red flag, people. And then also, it's the reddest of flags. Yeah, you know, there's there were so many red flags. We don't even need to point them out to you. You guys know what the red flags Dear were. God, <laughs> that is so crazy. Yeah, people Bethany. are weird. People are the message from today. People are weird. Don't compare yourself to other people. Your passions will find you. And people, people are, are weird. weird, man. I mean, we all are weird in our own way, but that's not true. That it's the next level. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not judging you, Alex. Do you think? But <laughs> okay, um, I'm gonna end with a dad joke. Please do so. This was sent to me, um, one of our listeners through Instagram. It's from Lauren. Lauren. I'm just. I don't know if I can say your name, but I'm just saying your first name just in case. Um. Okay. Ready? Yes. Do they allow loud laughing in Hawaii or is it just aloha? <laughs> Get it? Ah, that's good. Aloha. I love that one. <laughs> Lauren, her name's Lauren. Oh, yes. Lauren, thanks for saying that. that in. I was literally laying in bed, you know, triple chin, checking my phone, you mm -hmm. know, the exact position. Yeah. I can and see I just you. started like, <laughs> It was great. It got me. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for writing in and sharing your stories, being vulnerable with us, and also giving us a really great laugh. Yes. And a boost of confidence. Yes. Uh, what a great like party story to I know, have. That is, I'm that kind is, of jealous of good. your party story. That is good. Also, I think we bleeped out the title of that. The title was My Ex Started a Cult. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, it all makes sense now. <laughs> yup. <laughs> um, guys, we are so excited for merch. Please go check it out. Follow us on our socials. Um, also, we went live the other day and you guys gave us a bunch of tips on future merch. I know. I'm so excited. I've never been more stoked about. So again, be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's yes. unsolicited advice pod. And uh, yeah, get to know us more. Talk to us. Chat with us. And um, make sure you buy, set your alarms, buy the mm -hmm. merch out super quick. November so 25th. Then we can, you know, 3 p.m. 3 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. 3 p.m. PST. Psst. Psst. Buy your merch. Okay. That's all okay, I have for you. us. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.